And welcome to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, and with me as always is Senraven. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. It's like we haven't talked since yesterday. Like yesterday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode is all about Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shan, Shan, Shan. Uh, so I, I am going to say that I am probably going to mess up pronunciations. Oh I'm, no, no! I just wanted to focus. Uh, yeah, no, I, no, they were I, doing in a movie about it. I was going to, I was going, <laughs> I was going to say that anyway, uh, because I am going to mess up some pronunciations. <laughs> yep. So I'm just going to apologize ahead of time. Um, uh, we're really sorry. We're two white guys talking about a. Uh, a lot of Chinese stuff in a, in a in a martial arts MCU movie. Yeah, um, I although I did say I I will say that um, having uh, Katie uh, in the in the movie have a hard time <laughs> kind of yeah. pronounce, pronouncing his name. <laughs> it made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> um, so, boy, if you've not seen the movie, this is full of spoilers and. Uh, it's and not Easter gonna, eggs. And Easter eggs. And it's not going to be your typical breakdown scene by scene type of thing. Because A, I could only see it at the movie theater, so I wasn't able to freeze frame. And and B, I only saw it once. So <laughs> so we're just going to have to go from there. Um, okay. So uh, this movie, just to start, uh, I love this movie. I was... Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I, I had some... Uh, Fairly high expectations, and uh, I was only disappointed once, and we'll get to that. But um, I, it, I really, I, for an origin movie, and we haven't gotten pure origin movies in a long time. I love this. I love this. So, um, all right. So let's jump into it. Uh, we, ooh, okay. So uh, <laughs> we just got something that happened on oh, the stream. Sorry. That was was me. that you? Okay. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So, um, my, my bad. <laughs> that's all right. So, so we jump into this movie and we find uh, Shang Chi, who is known as Sean in this in, in the beginning, and his best friend Katie, who is played by Aquafina. And she was so good. She was so much she, fun. She was amazing. She was just yeah. She was great. Uh, and and like a sidekick without knowing she's a sidekick yet. You know, she just was that person. So, and she was awesome. Um, so they're playing. They basically are working as uh, valets. Uh, and we, it's funny. One of the first scenes that we see is um, this awesome. It looked like a BMW. Yes. Yeah. So an awesome BMW, and uh, Katie's like, "All right, give me the keys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive it." And he's going. He's a professional. Yeah. And no. 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 And she. She goes. Yep. I'm gonna drive it, and I'll be careful. And that. Did scene, anybody else get a feel for Fer- Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Very much Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> if you have one, if you have the means to pick one up, I highly recommend it. It's yeah. very choice. <laughs> so uh, the the thing that that I found interesting was this scene was kind of a throwaway scene, and it was just to show us. That Katie could drive. Yeah, that's that was the only reason for this scene, uh, because we because we see that a little bit later. Um, 
So uh, they're talking with friends. Their friends are concerned that they don't have any direction in their lives. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, back and forth. And their friends are boring. Their friends are really boring. Um, <laughs> and then it's like the next day and they have to go to work and they go to work on the bus. And on the bus, we find that uh, Sean has, he, he's, he's got a pendant that was given to him by his mother. Uh, and, you know, in a flashback, she says, uh, you know, if you ever need to find your way home, this will help you or something, something to that right. effect. And he, so, but, but, and you don't think anything of the pendant except that he's wearing it. Cool. And I, I mean, well, when we see, when we see the flashback, I'm going, oh yeah, that's going to be important. Absolutely. <laughs> because that's <laughs> the way these movies go. But we're on the bus and then all of a sudden these thugs basically come up to him and say, okay, I'm going to need the pendant. He's going, what? This is why, this is why I don't take the Muni. By the right. way, they're in San Francisco. They're, in San they're Francisco. on the bus. The bus system in San Francisco is called the Muni. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, so he's saying, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not. You're not getting my pendant. And at, at this point, we're introduced to Razor Fist. Razor Fist. <laughs> now, Razor Fist is a villain from from Shang Chi, and but I I don't consider him like anything close to an A list villain. No, he's completely C class, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, and I, I will say <laughs> that when, even though I know it's Razor Fist, all I kept thinking was Taser Face. Taser Face. <laughs> and it's how allegorical. Just because that that made me laugh when they did the Taser Face thing in Guardians. So, um, <laughs> okay, so Razor Fist. There's a ju- it's a it's a double. A uh, double length bus because you have to have the connector, um, mm-hmm. and um, well, that you can't you can't do the fight scene like that on a regular, regular mini bus. bus. <laughs> First of all, they would just stick to the seats, right, and people would die, <laughs> and people would die. <laughs> so uh, it, there's a great in bus fight, um, and uh, it's at this point where we see that Sean can actually fight and fight right. really well. And Katie has no idea. Like, she didn't know that he could fight. Because she doesn't know, really, any of his backstory. But and apparently, Katie knows how to drive a bus. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, the, yeah, the bus driver got knocked out. Um, okay, and- just because you can parallel park a car, which I can parallel park a car, especially... And I can parallel park a car in San Francisco. Which is ridiculous. On the hill. Yes. On those four... If you've never been to San Francisco, the hills will kill you. Oh. Literally and metaphorically, all at the same time. That doesn't mean I know how to drive a bus. Right. Right. So, Katie is like, this bus... Oh, yeah, by the way, one of the first things that happened during the fight is the brake line gets cut. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> it's instantly... <laughs> So, because you can't do a fight scene on a bus in San Francisco without a runaway bus down the hills. Oh, and and those hills, I just, I, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I cringed because I'm just going, oh, this is gonna be ugly. Because so, uh, my my friend and I talked about. Uh, he saw it Thursday night as well. Like I got to see it Thursday night as well, which was crazy. Um, he wasn't sure the 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 path of the the bus like the road that oh, they took really yep. bothered him because it's they specifically crest over the California Street Hill and a couple right. others and they wind up in the Stockton Tunnel and then they wind up in Gerald uh, Gerald Dilley Square 
Um, so that actually, if you worry that, you know, most people are not likely, but that, that route actually makes sense. Um, it's not like, hey, we're just going to throw a couple of San Francisco locations into this uh, bus run. Right. Uh, that that path would actually work because you see like the uh, the dead end. Right. Yes. Yep. There, there's a spot where you see the dead end. That's a a street that dead ends on top of a of a tunnel. So there's a drop off afterwards uh, down uh, down to the next street. Right. Uh, and it is a ridiculous location. Because yes. underneath that dead end is is the is a tunnel that goes you know that goes through and into the Stockton tunnel as well. Right. So with the way they went through the city was actually fine, and yep. it was kind of cool to see because you know if you ever watch stuff like uh, what was it um uh the Rock, yep. They they do a car chase scene through San Francisco, roughly through the same streets. That path make no sense. Right. Right. <laughs> this yep. one they actually were like, yeah, this actually you know they could have gone this way. Sure. Yep. <laughs> It would have hey, been I, awkward. They would have crushed a few more cars, but they could have gone this way. I was just happy they didn't do the trope of, well, we're in San Francisco, so we may as well do this car chase down Lombardi Street. Oh, God, no, no. <laughs> right. I was just happy they didn't you, do that. There, you, do, you do not do car chases down Lombardi Street because you don't drive down Lombardi Street. You crawl. Yeah. Um, you do about three miles an hour, and the neighbors hate you. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I've driven down Lombardi Street once, and I said, this is stupid. Why would anybody <laughs> it do is, this? It is incredibly, incredibly stupid. Uh, the people that actually live there uh, really, I mean, you live there. You know what you're getting yourself into. But I was going to say, really, yeah, that's part of they it. They really don't like it, but they, right. they understand it's a tourist spot. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It might actually, they might have closed the road. I, I don't actually know. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I It's been last I time I was I there, there, it was in, open. In, yeah. I haven't been there in at least two years because yeah. I haven't been there. Yeah, well, why would you? <laughs> once you get, once you see it and go down once, okay. Well, uh, I mean, that's enough. I do photography, so. Well, right for that, sure. Um, so okay, so bus chase, blah blah blah. Uh, Shang Chi uh, saves everybody on the bus by getting them to the front of the bus, cutting off the back of the bus, and and. Escaping, even cool. even the catching a lady that was about to fall out the window. Right, right. That uh, was a great, great grab. There was much car damage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they they ran over the very first one. You see the bus roll over. Um, is a I don't remember the number for it, but it's a a, a super high end BMW, and that car is absolutely beautiful. It is one of my one of my favorites. It is a gorgeous car. I would love to drive it. And I saw it get crushed, and I was like, oh, that hurt. I think it's safe to say that BMW had a little product placement in this movie. Just a touch. <laughs> right in the first three minutes of it. Right. Um, uh, by the way, the the guy that that's doing the vlogging, the, the guy that pulls the camera out oh, as soon I was, as the fight starts. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Kleb. <laughs> yep, he's from uh, he's from uh, Homecoming. He's from yep. uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. He's the guy that yells up, "Hey, man, do a flip!" <laughs> <laughs> and he does one. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, and apparently there was some petition online to get him to, to have Club get a spinoff or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't I'd, see that happening. I'd be happy if Club like was just a cameo in most of these movies now. Yeah, that'd be. Pretty I think cool. that'd be hilarious because he's great, and he, and that dude's a stand-up comedian. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah. Well, uh, you know, the the last movie was in New York. This one's in San Francisco. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, he <laughs> like it happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was that was good. Uh, so uh, he saves the bus, and everybody's safe and everything, and finds that his pendant is gone because. Uh, Razor Fist actually managed to grab it uh, during one of their tussles. Uh, I will say another uh, YouTube uh, channel that that does a lot of uh, reviews and breaks <coughs> breakdowns. Um, I I don't know how they got some of the scenes or whatever, but they were able to freeze frame it and find out when he actually took the the pendant. They paid that much attention to the detail. Okay. Um, so, so which good on the filmmakers, right? Uh, to yeah. to actually make that happen. So, so we get we get done the bus and and everything, and uh, this is where I get a little uh, mixed up on on order of events. But there was there was a he he remembers that his sister also had a pendant. Oh, he gets a postcard. That's what it was. Yeah, he he he, he, gets, he was looking at a postcard with the. With a dragon on it, right? Which which resembled an origami dragon that they that yep. that he got from his sister when they were kids, um, and uh, with an address on the back that basically says you need to come here, and that that location is in Macau. Sean Shang Chi uh, tells his were those his grandparents or it was uh, so it's her family. Katie's because <clears throat> yeah because she and this is also very appropriate for San Francisco she lives with her parents and her grandmother yeah and he lives um in a rented out garage right 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 which is perfect because you can't afford shit right right because it's San Francisco yeah yeah so so he basically says yeah I'm going to Macau and Katie's going I'm coming with you it's like what you got and, a lot of explaining to do. You can explain on the plane. Yep, yep. So uh, they get on the plane. They go. It's all good. They end up in Macau, and uh, they they go to this address, which is the location of what appears to be a giant fight club. The Golden Daggers. The Golden Daggers, which makes reference to... Uh, there's a reference in the Shang-Chi uh, comic books of yeah. the Golden Daggers, um, which is like a faction of... Uh, uh, it's a faction of of uh, the Mandarin's uh, crime family, I guess, for, for lack of a better term, um, in, in, in the comics. So... Uh, in this case, it happens to be a club that is owned by his sister. Uh, apparently, we, in the comics, they were a rival criminal criminal gang to his father's. Uh, rival? Well, that makes sense too, given the context of this. Um, right. So, uh, and and that is it is his sister's club, but yeah. she basically was because of her father's beliefs. She was not allowed to train with the with the with the boys. She was not given the same respect. So she said, "Well, forget it. I'm going to go do my own." Mm-hmm. And so splitting off like that that makes perfect sense. So in this fight club, we see there's like side rooms. There's fights everywhere, like all yeah. kinds of fights everywhere. I was kind of hoping to see um, 
some Easter eggy things in here. There were uh, there were a couple. Th- there were a couple. So there were one, definitely a couple. One of the Easter eggy things I saw was during one of the fights, one of the fighters' skin uh, glowed. Uh-huh. Like from uh Iron Man 2. Yeah, there was uh, an extremist uh fighter in there. Right, right. And and so he didn't blow up, so it's, it looked like they may have actually th- gotten things to calm down a little bit. <laughs> Somebody that could actually control it, so right. that was interesting. Uh there was another fight that had a Black Widow in it. Uh yes. And it's been confirmed that is the same character. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she is one of the Black Widows that got freed. And uh, and she and she's wearing the same outfit. She that's that's where she went. Nice. Um. So so that was very very cool. Well, you got to make money, right? And they know how to fight, so might right. as well do do fighting. But in the main event uh, ring, <laughs> we see Wong fighting the Abomination, <laughs> which was so cool to see. It was, but it was like, well, okay. So I will say. I when I because they've shown that in the previews, right in the trailers, right. And well, but in the previews, we can't, we don't know why he's there, why he's fighting Abomination, right? Um, well, and I still don't know why Wong is doing this. Um, like, why not? Well, <laughs> I think right, he's just right. Bored. I, I, I guess. Uh, but he beats the Abomination, and the way he beats him was magnificent. <laughs> it was he, smart. It was really smart. Abomination is mean, coming he's, in with he's a. Not gonna, he's not going to outpunch him. Well, and to that point, the Abomination yeah. <laughs> comes in with a giant punch. Wong creates a portal, well, creates two portals, as if the portal game. Yep. <laughs> creates a portal where he punches through the portal, and the other portal is aimed right for the Abomination's head. He literally punches himself in the head. And, and <laughs> Why, knocks you Why you hitting out. yourself? <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself? Right. <laughs> It was it was really it was brilliant strategy, um, so and then the fight's over and they're talking just like, well, okay, yeah, we fought because that's that's what this is. But it sounds like is it that it's a setup fight because he's like, you really gotta watch you stop throwing the punches like that. <laughs> like they're walking off together and like, okay, you gotta watch the punches next time. Right now, the portal that so, they walk into though. Looks like there were some cells or something in the background. I so, did not catch that. So, because remember, the abomination, Emil Blonsky, um, was at, was it the raft? Yeah. So he was at the raft last we knew. So he might be just bringing him out for fights. Yeah, maybe. For some reason. <laughs> it's, still, it's still not clear why they did that. But, yeah, we'll okay. see. Okay. I have a feeling that Wong is going to show up a lot through uh, through state uh, phase four of MCU. I do too. Like, and I'm I'm great with it because I I love his character. I just he he's uh, very much. Well, I I was going to say any any time any time you get a character who they decide you know what we're just going to name him after your last name. I love it. <laughs> yeah, except for the fact there was a Wong in the comics. <laughs> well, sure, but this is just perfect casting. Yeah, and, and let's he, let's get somebody who's who's the same name. <laughs> well, what's funny is I was gonna say that that I love the fact that he he seems to be like the perfect straight man, but he's more the source oh he's of the got comedy. some comedy chops yeah he's got some comedy chops yeah um I don't know he's great he's great 
Um, he's only the straight man to Doctor Strange. Right, right. Um, so we, so we're in Macau. We we meet up with uh, Xia Ling, who is uh, Shang Chi's uh, sister, and she basically says, "Yeah, all this. Oh, oh, by, that's right." <laughs> I had forgotten. To get into the club, they had to enter an elevator, and the dude in the elevator just says, okay, sign here to go upstairs. And he signs, and what he just realizes, yeah, that, that's the waiver for when he has to fight. That's what I didn't catch. Like, I saw him signing the, the thing in the elevator, and then the, the guy later says, oh, you already signed signed up? Like, yeah. When did that happen? I totally yeah. did not connect the elevator scene to that. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the elevator that's scene. A, that's a great way of doing it. So, like, okay. So he gets in uh, and has to fight. And he ends up having to fight... Uh, why am I blanking? Who does he end up fighting in the ring? Uh, his sister. Oh, that's right. <laughs> of course. He ends up having to fight his sister. Um and it was, I mean, it was, it was a great, that's the other thing. The fight choreography in this movie, it's I excellent. thought was spectacular. Uh, just so good. Um, so he fights his sister and they, they get and done. She knocks him out. Yeah, she really does. She do was not happy him. with him. Uh, and then we're visited in that club by the... Well, I guess we're just calling them the Ten Rings. I mean... Well, I mean, the group is the Ten Rings. Right, right. No, but that's what I mean. I mean, so I guess... I guess Yeah, so they, they get raided them. because they're trying to get to them, so... Right. And so it's Razor and, and Fist. And he basically led them. It's Razor Fist with... We get a, we get a fight, a little bit of a fight scene between Shang-Chi and the Death Dealer. Yes, yeah. And the Death Dealer, it's just that whole character was cool. It was just, it was just a cool, uh, because they were just so brutal. Um, but we, um, we get this, this fight, and the fight ends up going outside onto these bamboo rafters, or not rafters, but, but, uh, like the scaffolding. It's like scaffolding, bamboo scaffolding. And uh, of an extremely, extremely tall building, really tall. And because when when they come up to it and they see how tall the building is, I, I was like, nobody's falling over that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, everybody's falling off. Everybody's that falling one. off that building. So, um, so they get raided. Um, uh, Zhaoling takes off with uh her assistant, announcer guy, announcer guy, manager, um, something. Yeah. And and they they get into it like a hidden elevator or a hidden room, and uh, Shang and and Katie have to make their way out, and they end up doing this fight out on the on the scaffolding, and Katie is about to just die. She's like going over the edge, and Zhao Ling comes to save her. You know, just just brings her inside. She comes back. They they finish the fight and they get the hell out of there. Um. That that whole fight scene was was amazing. I mean, just well, the, they they try to get the hell out of there. They wind up on on the floor where Shang Chi starting a fights with Death Dealer, right? And then Daddy shows up. Yep, yep. Daddy shows up. Uh, Daddy being uh, Wen Wu, 
And one of the nice things they talked about in the movie was, you know, because they had to reconcile <coughs> the whole Mandarin thing from Iron right. Man. And they did. They completely reconciled it. They and, did a good job with that. And what was funny is they go, and he, he's like, yeah, and one of the names they called me was the Mandarin. I mean, like, why would I be named after an orange? <laughs> <laughs> they called me after a chicken dish. After a chicken dish, right? And and uh, and so, uh, but he, you know, he was he was known they did, over the. They did go through all his names, which was really cool. Yeah, they did. Um, like they gave his actual name. They went with they uh, they brought up uh, Master Khan, a uh, couple others. Yeah, so that was that was really cool to see. Right. So, but but it looks like they're they're getting away from the Mandarin thing. They're just saying, oh, you know, he's it's Wenwu. That's that's who he is. Um, yeah. So that's that's great. That's great. Um, and we see a little bit of the Ten Rings, uh, and he talks about the backstory of how he met their mother. Cause, oh yeah, because they, they get brought back to Wenwu's place. At, you know, at this point, right? Um, the Wenwu's fortress in Hunan. Yeah. So, and they talk about um, their mother and uh, when 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 we uh, met their mother when he was trying to find uh, uh, La, uh, is it Lato or Tola? I can't. Uh, Talo. Talo. Uh, of course. Um, Which and- is, I read a little bit of the Iron Man comics when I was little, and yeah. So, like, I I went looking for it, and this is, if you read them, this is an incredibly deep dive, deep cut. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. They apparently only show up in one comic, uh, and then the the Marvel handbooks, whatever the hell that was, is where they get explained more. So, the Marvel handbooks Um, were were like an encyclopedia of all Marvel stuff. So, So, Talo shows up in one comic, uh, Thor 301. Uh, and it's Thor coming to ask for a favor from um, from the residents of Talo, which is a pocket realm, right? Uh, for uh, what's the name? I forgot. I forgot the name of the uh, their race, but well, basically, it's it's, it, the, it's that race that gives the uh, the, the, the Chinese gods mythology, the Shan people, um, right? It, but X I A N is, is yes, yeah. I'm very happy that they didn't decide to like explain this as this is where you know kind of like equivalent of Asgard because yeah, I, I don't want Marvel going into that. You know, but, that's not but, needed. But <laughs> comic we don't wise, need to do with that. Comic wise, it is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. comic wise, they were yeah. basically equivalent for Chinese as. As Asgard for Norse, so this, it's where the you know all the God stories came from. But I'm glad they're not trying to do that for you know white folks uh, in, in Marvel movies. Right. So, <laughs> let's yeah. stay away from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it, it is considered one of the God realms, and um, you know, it's uh, God, <clears throat> it, there's so so many really cool things about Talo. But but um, let's let's start with. Um, Wenwu finds his way to Ta- to Talo, and it's being protected by Zhang Li. Um, and... Well, first it's being protected by the forest, and that whole scene oh. was really cool because mo- a moving forest is freaking terrifying. Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a ch- ever changing maze 
uh, and you've got to make your way through it, and the bamboo's all moving around and and blocking ways and everything, and and so, but he but he gets to the entrance. He gets to the entrance, right? And he uh-huh. and he finds Zhang Li. Everybody else dies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but he finds Zhang Li, and Zhang Li is like saying, "Yeah, you can't go in. Like, yeah, you're not allowed." And and he goes, "Well, I think I am." And so he's at this point, he's like. 1500 years old or a thousand years old or something he's basically defeated every foe that he's come across in the world and uh and here's a guardian that's blocking his way so of course he's like oh whatever you're not gonna tell me i can't go well (laughs) right get into a fight because because he's amassed all the power and riches that he needs but he always wants more he always wants more so he heard about talo and decided to find it um zhang li is is sitting there saying yeah, I can't let you in. Um, so, and, and he's like, well, I think I got something to say about that. And they start fighting, except what I thought was gorgeous <clears throat> and brilliant is that he is all aggression, right? He is all oh, like absolutely. the power of the fist. And she is all... Uh, so so I think one of the things I read was hers. his is based uh, more on... Um, uh, on uh, Wu, uh, why am I blanking again? It's because all, all these terms I can never remember them all. <laughs> but but there's the um, uh, is it Wushu? It it's, the, it's the one of the most. I'm I'm not sure which fighting style he uses, and, but and she, she is very much Tai Chi. She's very much Tai Chi, and that that was the point, right? He's very aggressive, <laughs> and yes. she and she is very Tai Chi to the point of like these giant sweeping moves. That are gentle and just beautiful. <coughs> They're just beautiful moves. Well, even to the point of of it that she controls the air uh, to for for her power. Well, that's and, the other part, uh, right? She turns out to be yeah. an air an airbender, basically, <laughs> basically. an airbender. <laughs> right? um, but the the choreography was really beautiful, and um, um, later, basically, we see you know her her sister right because but that's way later in the movie who's played by um please give me the name michelle yao michelle yao which uh that's my favorite part of the movie honestly yes michelle yao being this is my favorite part of the movie so but later we we get michelle yao and you know in in other fight scenes there's a really old movie with a very young michelle yao and a very young jet lee and it's called the tai chi master Ah, okay. Which, yep. if you haven't seen, it is excellent. I had to go watch it the other day. It's up on YouTube. Like the whole thing is up on YouTube, but it's in like 360p. Oh. Um, but it's basically uh, Jet Li and another character. They come up as uh, uh, two two uh, friends in the, uh, um, I guess uh, Shaolin uh, monastery, and then they go their separate ways. And they're enemies. They they fight later. Um, Jet Li loses. And then he learns, you know, he basically learns Tai Chi. And it, it's shown, like, him learning the movements and everything. And it's really cool to see. And this, they use some of the stuff in here that, that's the same stuff in that movie. And it was really cool just to watch those big flows and all the air movements and everything. It really reminded me of it. And then I, I went and watched it. And there's, like, chunks in that movie that are r- roughly the same. Yeah. Like, e- even the air control. I'm oh, like, wow. Right, that that okay. was really cool. And it was a, a an old 
a very young uh, Michelle Yao in there, and you can see and watch her do fight scenes. Who's she's always been incredible. She's one of my favorites for this. Yeah, I think I first noticed her, and I think it's Michelle Yo. I think I may have mispronounced. So, um, yeah. but but uh, I think I first uh, found her in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right. Um, so and and just again, she, you know what it is. Her she has a gracefulness about her, just in yeah. general. That's just stunning, and it just—it's just wonderful to watch. I could have watched that that quote unquote fight scene for another ten minutes. I mean, it, it was <laughs> it was that good because she like he couldn't beat her because oh god no she, there she was, was there was no chance yeah and 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 he <clears throat> and, and they ended up falling in love uh, because uh, it it. it, it Made me think of you know yin and yang. It's the, the you know the opposites kind of attracting you know that that kind right. of thing. And um, it, it they they end up falling in love. He gives up the bracelets, and by gives up, I mean just puts them away. He, um, but that that is like for him after how long he's had him. That is a big huge, give. Huge. She leaves Talo because Talo would not let her bring him in. Right. Uh, so she gives up Talo to go uh, be with him, and and then they had two kids. Yeah, so they had two kids. They had they Shang Chi and, and uh, Xiaoling, and uh, everything's good until she gets basically killed by um, by the Iron Giants or uh not the iron the, giants the, uh, the, iron the iron hand the iron ring no the iron, iron it was something it was iron something i Some, really don't remember the iron, the name. iron something gang um yeah i i don't remember the the name but like she basically took everybody out and it was a like you don't see the fight but right. there was a lot of people coming into that fight and i, I would have loved to have seen that fight because it would have been like an old hong kong uh you know, kung fu movie style uh, fight scene, and uh, it would have been really awesome to see it. But you know, it's not needed. It would have prolonged. It would have been, you know, a ten minute fight that this movie does not does not need, but would be really cool to see. Right. So yeah, so they and when they kill her, <laughs> uh, he basically says, "Yeah, so." I'm gonna be back, and and uh, and and he goes and gets the rings, and he he basically wears the rings again. Um, during all this turmoil, um, Shang Chi has been brought up to fight and basically take over, um, and and in pretty brutal fashion. Uh, I think he was. What sixteen Six when he seven. ran away? Yeah. Well, sixteen yeah, when he then, ran away, right? Yep, something like that. Um, and his sister, he basically said, "I'll be right back. Uh, I've got to go." I'll do be this. back in three in three days, and yeah, because dad gave him an assassination job. I think he was fourteen. I think that's what it was. Fourteen. Yeah, dad gave him an assassination job and handed him the knife he needed to use. And he got there. He said, "Yeah, he can't do it." And he took off. He ran away, and ended up in San Francisco. Yep. Um, his sister waited for him to return, and waited and waited and waited for like six years, um, and until she decided she was going to run away and go do her own thing. 
because which dad was start a fight club. <laughs> yeah, which is start a fight club. So, so at sixteen, <laughs> right, right. Um, so, um, so then they're now all pulled back into this whole realm. And the way you know, one of the what they find out is that uh, Wenwu says, "I I'm going to go back to Talo, and 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 get everything I need to get out of there because I'm hearing your mother calling to me." She's trapped in Talo, and Shang Chi and and Xiaoling uh, are like going, "Yeah, that's trouble. That's there's that's not good. <laughs> that's that's not there's there's no way that's good." So yeah, for for a couple of minutes of watching them, I thought they were gonna like actually reconnect the family and now everything was gonna be okay. And yeah. and then he's like, "No, I'm gonna go do this." I'm like, "Okay, great. Or never mind." Right. Right. So. Uh, the so the the gates only open once every thousand years, but right. there's so so they they're going well. We we gotta we gotta find a way to head them off at the pass, and so they're looking around Wenwu's uh, so uh, fortress. So at the fortress, and the the why why this is why he wanted the uh, the medallions, right? Because um, they're the eyes of the dragon, which was. The coolest thing ever. Right, right. Uh, so, but once they figure that out and they figure out the map and everything, Shang Chi is like, "Well, we got we got to get there ahead of him. This is there's no good can come from this." And so they're searching around his fortress, and who do they bump into? But Trevor Slattery, um, in the dungeons. <laughs> in the dungeons. Um, now Trevor Slattery, for people who don't remember is played by Ben Kingsley who acted like the Mandarin um back in the in the Iron Man movie and uh what's funny is I on purpose before I went to see the movie I rewatched All Hail All Hail the King uh just which by the way is now on Disney Plus finally yep yeah because um, of this yep and and it is it's it's worth watching before you go see the movie like because it's the whole, you know, Trevor Slattery is is basically a king in the prison at this point. Uh, but he's being interviewed by this dude about the whole Mandarin thing and the Ten Rings and all of that. And the dude doing the interview is <coughs> like, yeah, so um, making fun of this isn't cool and tries to kill. Well, it, it looks like he tries to kill Slattery, but he doesn't. He's He's literally... Um, captured, I guess. Just capturing, yeah. He's captured by this this reporter dude, and because and and basically the end of All Hail the King is like, yeah. So someone needs to speak to you, and so you're coming with us, and they and that's where they brought him. They brought him to Wenwu, and uh, so instead of killing him, they decided to make him their their jester. Basically, well, so they they were going to kill them when he and he launches into Macbeth, and they liked him so much that they kept him around, and he's been doing shows weekly ever since. Right, that's that's yeah, that's what they say. Um, <laughs> that's what he says. Right, right, exactly. Like, okay, great. That's actually pretty funny if that's the way they did it. Yeah. So, um, and so what we also see though is um, the. I can't remember the name of the creature, but there's a faceless creature that looks kind of a, like a a dog. A winged puppy. 
with wings. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's adorable, and I want a plushie. Oh, you, you got to imagine those are coming, right? I mean, uh huh. They better be because it's gotta Disney, be, right? So, so there, there are there are well, well, we'll get into that. But the 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 creature that um, he has, I believe, was called. Oh, I'm not even trying. Yeah. <laughs> nope, I don't have it right here. Um, just but be- it is it is one of the creatures from uh, from Tello that got got out and then, uh, um, <clears throat> well, the Mandarin <laughs> picked it up and brought it back when one of, one of his women uh, tries to get into Tello, right. and it's been in the dungeon ever since and. And uh, became a pet for uh, Trevor, right? And 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 Trevor named him Morris, which um, he thought was invisible. Because <laughs> why wouldn't right. you think that a, a faceless wing, winged little creature would be a real thing? I'm in the dungeon. I'm locked up. I must be hallucinating. You're my best friend now. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. It was. Um, so what was what was really funny is when. That creature comes out, and uh, and and Shang Chi sees it. Trevor's like going, "Oh my god, you can see him!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was going crazy. Um, I, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking up the creatures of of Talo just because it's going to bug me. Um, because one of the criticism. So, okay, so the creature can speak to Trevor somehow, right? He's been locked uh, up together long enough. He kind of understands him. Yeah. And so the creature says to, to well, Trevor says, hey, uh, so so Morris says he can lead you there. Uh, he's 90% sure he, he can navigate the path for you. And then we hear some uh, Morris kind of squeal a little bit. We hear yeah. chirping. And, and, oh, 19. Uh, no, 19%. 19. 19. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so we see uh, that happen, and and uh, oh, jeez, why are you doing this? All right, so uh, so that that is called the Dijon, uh, okay. was the name of that creature, and um, so so the they get into a, a into <laughs> they steal Razor Fist's uh, car, which what? has Razor Fist all over the side of it. That's what you get for making it the coolest car in the parking lot, right? Uh, his <laughs> his keychain says "Razor Fist" on it. I mean, it's just, <laughs> uh, I will tell tell you that one of the little stupid little details that I loved about this when they stole the keys and the car, they took all the other ones. They took all the other keys. It was that like was oh, great. It was brilliant. It's like yes, of course you do that because nobody can can chase you. Well, at least for a little while. Yeah. So. So they they enter the the bamboo forest and it's a it's a moving maze and Morris is like speaking through Trevor going hard right <laughs> and, and of course Katie's driving yep uh, because she's a she's an excellent driver Def, definitely this, an excellent this is driver definitely definitely an excellent driver but this <laughs> this has already been established <laughs> right which is great <laughs> right so uh, and, and and Trevor is so chill in this and he's just like oh. Yeah, Morris says you might want to go a little faster. 
Because <laughs> the, the forest is closing up behind them at a really Dude, rapid what, rate. What happens if it doesn't? The forest eats you. What the do you mean? Eats he, you. I don't know. He just says it eats you. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, they get to the end. The forest closes in front of them, but they burst through and they're there. Um, and it was it was a really cool car chase-ish. Kind of, um, kind of a chase, yeah. Yeah. So they they get out and, and well they're dri- they they they're dr- driving in and they're seeing like all these fantastical creatures. So um, so they break through the forest and they went up in that open in a, in a clearing where uh, the fight scene happened before and then they drive through. Um, basically, he says more says just you now just go through the, the waterfall. So they go through the waterfall and then. You get a portal, and like a water portal opens up, and we've seen different portals from MCU. Right. We get the Bifrost one, we get the yellow one from Doctor Strange. We haven't seen, uh, we have not seen a water portal like this before, and then the the I love the effect on that. But the water portal, in the way that the the shape and the the animation of it, is exactly the same as the the Doctor Strange portals. Yes. It's just water. so it's it's all magic because it's it's right. it's it's a magical it's a water portal, but it's it's all magic. So they're they're keeping the same styles of it, which they're the the, the amount of detail that MCU just like right. putting through to connect everything is freaking awesome. Because the because the water portal, I mean the the uh, I so that that orange portal that 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 Strange uses the regular magic portal, it you know it has the portal that that opens up. That you can step through, but then there's that outside ring that keeps rotating, right? Um, in the opposite direction, and the water portal exactly the same thing, and, right? And it was just, I love that. It just, it, it's awesome. And we've seen other portals that aren't like that, but they're yeah, not because the Bifrost be... isn't. Well, the Bifrost is not a circular, the and the TVA, TVA one is not either because the TVA one is a door. It's just a door. It's just a, it's it's a technology portal, so. Um, so a- anyhow, I, I, I geeked out a little bit on that cause I thought that was awesome. <laughs> um, so, um, some of the other creatures that we see are the, the Huli Jing. Uh, and again, I'm probably pr- mispronouncing things, but it's the nine tail Fox, the, the nine tail Fox, which, which is not a Pokemon people. Well, so, all right. <laughs> yes. So, I saw that story. Yeah, I did too. And so, but to be fair. Um, to be fair, to be fair. Uh, so, uh, honestly, Pokemon takes a lot of its creatures lot, yes. from different mythologies and, and whatnot. And having a nine tails, that's not crazy. No, it's right? not. Uh, so, so I, I would stop giving the, the Pokemon people a bunch of crap. No, know? but the, the, the bunch <laughs> of crap is the, this Shang-Chi did not take from Pokemon. Right. Right, so that, but it's an opportunity. She did for not them put to, Pokemon into the movie. Right, but people were getting ticked off that people were thinking that they took Pokemon, and it's like no, it's just an opportunity to set the record straight with them and, and make right. them learn. Uh, we see uh, Shishis, which are the guardian lions. Oh God, I love the guardian lions. They were awesome. They just looked I, awesome. It, it is one of the, the food dogs are one of my favorite things. And then uh, the uh, Chi Lin, which are the. Uh, the horses? Uh, no, the the horses are the Longma. Uh, hmm. uh, the Chiling uh, was the the horn creature. But it looks like a horse too. 
<laughs> there, there was a, there was a couple of different ones. Slattery referred to it as the weird horse. That was the, that was the right. Chilean. Okay, that was the Chilean. Um, the uh, the, wing, t- the wing horse with dragon the, scales. The, the uh, Fang Wang. Was the, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, right. That was that was the one that that looked more like a, a phoenix. Uh, no, that's the the firebirds. Well, yeah. th- okay. Again, um, as far as mythology goes, and every culture in the world has its own mythology. Uh, Roman and Greek, I'm really good at because, well, it's it's the same stories. Because if you learn one, you learn right, the other. Right. Uh, Norse mythology, I'm pretty damn good with. Uh, Egyptian, I'm decent at. Chinese and Japanese mythology, I I, I really don't know a lot. I really right. do want to learn uh, learn more of that. And African mythology, I just don't know anything about it yeah. at all. So they they got a lot of different Chinese mythology creatures in there, and they look beautiful. Yeah, they they really do. They really do. And then and then obviously we get some dragons, which we oh will yeah get, we will get to. <laughs> um, so all right, so they're there. Uh, they immediately the the residents of Talo are like going, yeah, you can't come in here, and uh, turn back or we'll kill you, pretty much. And then Michelle Yeoh comes out <coughs> and she she plays Zhang Nan, who is. Shang-Chi and Xiaoling's uh, aunt and you know the sister of uh, of uh, their mother because I can't mother, remember her their name mother I can't remember her <laughs> name either um, uh, so many names I just can't remember them all it's um, too many yeah, <laughs> it really so, is too many names uh, so she basically says nah let them go they're, they're it's, it's all good they're family they're family um <laughs> great it's a it's a fast and furious movie now right right so they they start uh talking and and um michelle yo like fills them in on on everything that happened and whatnot gives them a little bit about a backstory about the 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 gate the dark gate that uh their mother is presumably behind which she's not um <laughs> spoiler she's not uh and uh while Shang-Chi is talking, uh, Katie gets brought to, you know, she was, she's handed a bunch of arrows and, and bows and is told, okay, go, you know, go, go train. And she's like, wait, wait, huh? What? And she (laughs) goes and she starts training with a bow and arrow, uh, which I thought was just a fun touch. Uh, we learned that all of their weapons um, and the power on their weapons are granted to them by the Great Protector, um, yep. and and the Great Protector is a dragon. And all like if their weapons are made out of substance, it's made out of dragon scales. You know that that the Great Protector has given them. Yep. Uh, all the sl- armor is is dragon scale armor, and oh my god, I want dragon scale armor. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Um, so, and one of the cool things is the reveal of the, uh, armor for Shang-Chi and Jelling. And uh, I think hers actually look way cooler. Uh, his is, his more comic accurate for him. Uh, yeah, I, but, I like the red, the red armor on him, yeah. but her white, white dragon scale look yeah. freaking beautiful. Yeah, it, it, it looked great. So, so we're, we're all there, um. Oh, you know, one of the things we didn't really mention was the rings themselves. Uh, they they kind of passed it off at the beginning of the movie, basically <coughs> saying that the rings, he, it, 
it's not clear how he found them, but it was either in a crater or a tomb or something. Which is um, both, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, De- depending on the story, because basically in the comics, it's what he finds the crashed ship of uh, whoever it was, and then he kills him. Right. So it's a crater from the ship, and it's a tomb of the guy that he killed, and then and then he took. Uh, from what I from what I remember, and a little bit of the reading, they were engine components. Uh, but for for another read, they were like, uh, the the rings in the comics were basically like prisons for souls of different galactic fighters. So well, it, so there's yeah, a, there's a lot of different weird shit for the in the comics about the rings. Well, and in the so they're taking some liberties here, right? Because in the comics, sure. the rings were definitely of uh, extraterrestrial origin, and each of the rings had a different power. Right now, in this case, they don't. They just grant strength and um, immortality, basically, because uh, they were they were the source of him being able to survive that many years. Um, so, uh, but the way that the, he has used the rings in order to just move around and 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 fight and everything was pretty brilliant. Um, yeah. So, um, so they're they're in Talo and they're they're getting used to things and they're they're getting ready for the fight. Because now, now they know that Wenwu's coming, and we see them. We see Wenwu finally arrive, and <clears throat> Wenwu his. So I, this was not clear to me how this was able to be done, but it appeared that all the weapons that Wenwu um, had on his side appeared to be powered by the rings. They had that same blue. Uh, it, could, it could be just, I mean, they're more electricity based or, or something. I guess, but but it just, so you know what it reeked of? It reeked of um, Captain America, where where the, you know, the, the weapons that uh, Hydra had were right. all derived from. All derived from the Tesseract. Right, exactly. So, so it, it kind of felt like that. Um, so, regardless, uh, we've got blue versus red. Uh, gold i guess or or red blue versus red 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 versus blue um (laughs) (laughs) um uh which is a great series if you guys haven't seen it go back and watch red red versus blue it's so good but so old such a throwback (laughs) it's so old (laughs) um so uh so we get this giant fight as you would expect and it's all because wenwu needs to go to that dark gate and and release release his his dead wife, which he thinks is in there. Well, and and he's he's hearing voices, and it's all it's all right. kind of it's all really kind of a sirens call thing, right? Where it, absolutely, like, he's being called to do this. He believes she's there. She's definitely not there. Um, but we know who is there because uh, yeah, Auntie the, Auntie Han gave the entire background story of uh, uh, Talo and their people and what happened there. Yeah, and the dweller in darkness is is uh is is what's behind there now i did a little little bit of uh, uh so yeah back in the day back in the old days talo um the dweller in darkness was attacking talo talo and um was able to be fought off by the great protector the the dragon um and and locked up in this dark gate so the dweller in darkness though comic wise i did a little um 
little research. It may or may not be the same character, but it's known by the Dweller in Darkness, the Dweller, and he who dwells in darkness. I mean, it's just all that. And right. the Dweller in Darkness is a fear lord. Yeah. And a demon. And a cousin. Yeah. And a de- <laughs> demon that originated from the dimension Everinye, I guess. Uh, and was an embodiment of humanity's collective fear. Uh, right. And the cousin of Nightmare. Of Nightmare. Right. Which, uh, if, if they already cast it, Nightmare is supposed to be the main villain for Doctor Strange. Exactly. So, uh, and I hope the casting rumors are true. I haven't heard any new ones in a while. Yeah, I haven't But the either. casting rumors for it was that uh, that it was David Tennant was supposed to be uh, playing Nightmare. And, oh, my God, I really want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I, so here's the thing in the comics, Dweller in Darkness is portrayed as kind of a Cthulhu head on a (coughs) humanoid type body, a giant humanoid type body. Now in the movie, the Cthulhu part was there, like lots of tentacles and whatnot. Um, I, I could buy this as a portrayal of that. Yeah. Uh, Cthulhu yep. had on a dragon body, which yeah. was really cool. Which, which I, so I'm choosing at least this, at this point to believe it's the same character. Yeah. Um, we may as well get into it. The, the downside is that the great protector, the dragon is not Fin Fang Foom. It doesn't seem like it, does it, it? It's it's not, and it's actually it's been confirmed by the writer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't um, I didn't know that part. And, and fin, fin Fang Foom is uh is green for one thing, and this dragon was white and red. Uh, yeah, which white and red, same colors as the outfits. Which makes sense. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> the white dragon, dragon scales, scales and the red dragon right. scales. Oh, and the, so the coloring of the protector. Yeah. yeah, they were consistent. It was a really so. nice touch. And, uh, do, I, okay, so we get to a point where the fight's happening. Shang-Chi gets thrown into the water. Looks like he's going to drown. But then he's he, he gets some air. And it's because the great protector's been underwater. And... I expo- expels oxygen, I guess, rather than carbon dioxide. I don't know, but but <laughs> but he got some air and was saved by the dragon. Cool, um, and ends up riding the dragon into battle out of the out of the water out of the into water the battle. So what? I, Which I gotta, you know, if, if you got to make an entrance into a fight, that's a hell of a way to do it. I will tell you though, I got major never-ending story vibes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> when he was riding him, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it was awesome. And so, uh, Wen Wu though gets over to the dark gate and starts pounding the crap out of it with his uh, his rings, and you see scales kind of fall, and then you see these creatures come pouring out of the gate, and he has a fight with with. Uh, with Shang-Chi, who's basically saying, you can't do this. She's not back there. And he's like going, I can hear her. She's back there. Um, he simultaneously, you know, opens up the gate and ends up losing to to Shang-Chi, uh, this, this giant fight. The fight was great 
because Shang-Chi started fighting in the way that his mother was fighting and yeah. the way he was taught by his aunt and ends up taking the rings. And what I thought was cool about that was he, <laughs> so the, the rings uh, change color for him. Yeah, there, there's a shot in the fire where he basically grabs half of the rings and they change color to red. Right. So you got the red rings versus the blue rings in there. Um, and then um, um, his dad basically gets them back. Like by recalling him, them to himself because he has control over them. Uh, and then as he's dying to the dweller, as his soul is being sucked out, he sends them out and they, they actually go to Shang-Chi. So he sends them uh, to, to his son, which was really a cool way to do it. It's not like, hey, I killed my dad and I took his, took his stuff. It, it's more, you know, he, he actually like realized what the hell he did and he passed it down. Right. Um, a, a little, a little bit of redemption, right at the end. A there. little bit, yeah. <laughs> just, just a little bit, like, oh crap, I screwed up here. Right. So the the interesting thing was the one time, like, for because of the wind kind of power thing that he was learning, uh, Shang Chi was able to, like, wrap the rings up into what was described by a number of people as like a Kamehameha, Kamehameha ball. Well, in, in the, <laughs> right, in the right. movie, they talked about a Kamehameha ball, which is the Dragon Ball Z reference. Um, <laughs> right. And he didn't shoot it like that, which is, was unfortunate because I was kind of hoping he would. But um, it it uh, it was just a nice little reference. And Well, uh, and so his mom did the same in, in the first fight that you see her fight his that's dad. That's true, yeah. Uh, she did the same thing. She wrapped him up in air. Yeah. Um, and uh, you also do that. There is a scene in um, Tai Chi Master where uh, Jet Li does the same, which just basically leaves from all his movements and everything. He makes uh, makes a ball of leaves as he's moving. So it's a Tai Chi thing that I'm like, this is just really cool to watch. Right, right. Um, so, oh, and so now that he's got full control over the rings. He closes the gate by causing an, uh, basically an avalanche and closing up the, the cave. Um, not an avalanche, but just a, like a... Uh, he hit it very hard. He hit it very hard, and it all collapsed <laughs> on itself, yeah. Um, yeah. Remember, folks, if something if you got to fix something, hit it very hard. So, uh, and obviously we're not going into great detail about the battle, Uh because you really do need to see it. Because we um, wouldn't do it any justice at all. No, because it's it's really quite a stunning battle. There's a there's a point where the uh, dweller in the dark uh, is sucking the soul out of the great protector dragon, and and gets fought off uh, by <laughs> a ring to uh, a ring an arrow to the throat shot by Katie, uh, <laughs> which was was awesome. Like holy shit, I hit it. Yep. So, um, so let's... seriously, when she said that, I was saying, "Holy shit, she hit it." Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. So, Shang Chi has the rings. Everything's good. It's all right. All is right with the world. So now, Katie and Shang Chi have to go back to San Francisco. And they go back to San Francisco and they're sitting with their boring friends again and going, 
Oh, and then we fought a dragon, and they're you know they're talking about that. And he and, got to ride the dragon, and yep. I got to shut him in the neck and shoot him in the neck, and yep. And, they're and of friends, course, they're, nobody, neither one of them believes them. Yeah, they're going, oh great, so now you're mocking us. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, what? No, 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 no. And at that point, Wong shows up out of a portal and says, "Shang Chi." Like he, he, just looking for Shang Chi. <laughs> I'm I'm here for Shang Chi. And he goes, yeah, phone call yeah. for Shang Chi. Yeah, exactly. He goes, yeah, here. He goes, yeah, come with us. We got some stuff to talk about. And he and he <laughs> looks at Katie and goes, you too. And oh, and, you're in trouble, right? Right. <laughs> so they they go through the portal and their boring friends are sitting there going, what? What the hell just happened? What, what just happened? Um. And uh, yeah. That's that that kind of gets us to the credits. <laughs> yeah. Uh so we get two credit scenes. Right? So we have um the first credit scene, <coughs> the mid credit scene is uh with Wong and and Shang-Chi and and Katie and they're they're looking at the rings and Wong's trying to decipher where they came from, you know, what their origin was. And we see hollow projections of Bruce Banner and Carol Danvers. Now I say Bruce Banner because he is not hulked out. No, he is and his just arm Bruce, is in a sling, and his arm is still in a sling, which is a little odd. Uh, yeah, he's not even Smart Hulk. He's just yeah, you know, he's just Bruce Banner. He's just Bruce Banner with an arm in a sling, but his arm is still screwed up from the snap. <clears throat> so, so we had a date for uh, when Endgame happened. Yep. Wasn't it like 2024? Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So this movie is basically right afterwards. Um, it got to be close, right? Yeah, it's super close. So the timeline for it is basically... Uh, I actually just had it. Where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Uh, Loki, Marvel What Is, WandaVision, Shang-Chi, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then Spider-Man from Far From Home. Yep. Uh, okay. Basically, it, it falls... Right before, like right in line with Shane, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Um, because when they say that Talo, uh, the the gate to Talo only opens uh, um, on a specific date, that is a Chinese festival day. That's April fourth on in twenty twenty four. Gotcha. So it basically lines it up with other stuff. So this is really really close to the end of uh, End Game, right? So, uh, just as an aside, one of the things that we saw um, in the movie were posters for the Blip support group. Uh, oh, that's awesome. You know, I didn't which, see that. Which is cool. That's been consistent over the movies. But there was also an ad for a service called BlipSync, which was <laughs> a dating app for people who have been blipped. Oh, that's awesome. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. It definitely would have happened. So, Absolutely. Um so have you uh, disappeared for five years and don't know anybody anymore? <laughs> Meet folks just like you. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, so they're sitting around talking about these rings, and uh, they're going, "Well, they're not Chitauri in origin, and uh, we don't recognize them." But they they zoom in and they they see there's like a they're pulsing. They're like there's like a blip. That's happened. Not 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 blip as in like everybody's gone, but but just like a pulsing, and yeah, there's definitely a uh, uh, a tone 
that yeah. they're giving off like a like a beacon, like a beacon, right? And they're saying that, yeah, but who's it going to? And so that's the question. Carol abruptly has to leave because she's got to go check something out. <laughs> you can get my number from uh, from Banner. Yep, yeah, and, yeah, and I, Bruce I, I is like, I don't, I don't have, have her number. I don't have her. Number. She does that all the time. I don't have her number. <laughs> right. Um, but so the cool thing is. Um, Wong says that they, when when that ha- when he used the power, they felt it in Kamartage. Uh, um, uh, yeah, in Kamartage. So he's he's based out of Kamartage, while while uh, <clears throat> Strange is based out of New York. So he's basically dealing with way more than Strange is dealing with, uh, as Strange is taking care of New York. Um, so I'm I'm thinking he's going to be in a lot more MCU stuff in in Phase Four. <clears throat> yeah, and the, the zoom and enhance feature for uh, looking inside the rings was really cool. It was. Um, what's funny is Kamartage isn't known as a god realm, but boy, it sure feels like it could be. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. So basically, they end that mid credit scene by saying, "Yep, okay, so welcome to the circus," and and. Uh, it's basically saying, yeah. So Shang Chi, you're you're now in the Avengers. <laughs> kind of, well, kind of. You're um, an MCU officially. Welcome. Yeah, exactly. And so then more credits, and more credits, and more credits, and then we get a final scene of Xiaoling. Uh, and Xiaoling is taking control of the Ten Rings organization and everybody's training again out in the yard. Um, and but it's boys and girls training together. So it that is was, boys that was and nice. girls trained together. Yep. And she remodeled the fortress. Yep. And, and it looks great. We see uh, the last sign says Ten Rings will return. Yep. Which uh, I- because the, the, pre- the previous one was... Uh, Shang Chi saying that she's she's uh, dismantling the Ten Rings. Yep. Uh, but no, she's taking she's taking control of him instead. Um, and I did like the part when when they're with Fong with with Wu with Wang. I went to all the different names, yep. and neither one of them was correct. When they're with Wang, they're like, "Well, we can go back home, or we can go drinking and uh, karaoke singing with with, with Wang." <laughs> So they go. They're singing "Hotel California" with California, Long. yeah. <laughs> Which was that movie? That song ran through the movie. It did. It did. Uh, well, because uh, Katie uses it at, at one point to uh, when when somebody gets into a fight and she's being uh, attacked, she just starts singing it, and she goes, "Yeah, you just it's you, a distraction. It's just a distraction <laughs> for stupid people. Because when because when you sing in their face, they don't know what to do." She's right. She's right. She's right. So, um, so uh, ten ring. So I suspect that the ten rings will return thing. I think we get a TV series out of this somehow. I would not be surprised if it was a Disney Plus show with yeah. uh, his sister in charge of the ten, uh, running the ten rings. Yeah, and maybe there's and either that or they line it up for Shang Chi two, where he basically has to fight his sister because he he thought that she was being good and dismantling uh, the evil organization organization but instead she became the evil overlord right what what so what i would love to see is if the 10 ring like let's say they do a 10 rings show but it concentrates on the golden daggers and these weird fights 
like weird that'd matchups. Be pretty cool. that'd, that'd be pretty be, cool. That'd be really cool. Um, so, um, so that's that's kind of it for the recap. Um, I love this movie. I thought it was great. Um, uh, I I am a little disappointed I wasn't able to do the pause and break things down more in order, but. Um, but that's uh we can do uh, uh i mean it's, it's going to be on streaming in 45 days for those right. of you that don't want to see it in the theater i don't know why you're listening to this podcast because we just ruined <laughs> the whole thing for you uh but it'll be on streaming in 45 days so if you want to do like a like a catch-up uh when it when it's on and i, know, we can I, go I might like do i might do an crazy, easter egg crazy stuff yeah, yeah. I, might, I might do an easter egg catch-up um i don't know that i would do a full-on like scene by scene no, no, no. down because oh my god no but like like a little 10 minute you know yeah. extra after one of our regulars. Yeah, I think that might not be that'd a bad be, that'd idea. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, all right. And with that, Sen, where can they find you? You can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash Raven for some uh, Marvel Strike Force and Marvel Future Revolution gameplay. A little bit of other stuff. We did a couple of hours of, uh, uh, of Smite yesterday with a friend of mine. That was a lot of fun, and he's got a mouth on him, so that's always fun. <laughs> uh he talks smack they can't hear him but he's talking smack um so yeah come come hang out uh yeah come, come hang out request some songs and uh yeah it's always fun cool and i can be found at vo by kurt on twitter and twitch and uh streaming here uh quite a bit of future revolution lately uh i didn't stream yesterday because i got caught up watching dragon con coverage uh so i can't promise i wouldn't do the same thing again today um and uh, rumor has it that story time with Kurt is going to start up again. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that all works out. But <laughs> uh, as always, if you want to follow us, you can go to anchor.fm slash this-week-in-mcu or find This Week in MCU wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, um, podcast? I'm any, a podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you want to leave us a message, you can send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, uh, we will read it live on the stream at our next recording. We will see you next Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time for episode five of What If. And with that, we'll see you next week. Waiting on you. I just did it. Bye.